Hey you, letter lover. Wanna discover the holy grail of lettering, take a vow of loyalty to beautiful letter forms, and set yourself up for success? Then join my free training, The Ten Commandments of Lettering. It's totally for free for a limited time. Head to martinaflor.com slash commandments of lettering. See you there. Uno, dos, Welcome everybody to Letter Now, a podcast where we nurture the hand lettering masters of tomorrow, today. My name is Martina Flor, I'm a lettering artist, author, educator, and the host of this show. And today's episode is about how to create work that stands out. In this podcast, I normally have a guest to help me answer questions from our listeners. And this time I'm here all on my own. Um, so this is a listener-driven show and my guest and I are normally answering questions from our listeners, but today I want to address this topic directly. Without questions, without guests, just me and you having this conversation. So on this episode, I will speak about creating a standard work and I will share with you a few techniques you can use to create unique work. Some of the thoughts I'll be sharing today are part of a book I'm working on and Some of these concepts might change later on. Uh, so these are all work in progress, right? In this show, we often discuss the life of a creative, which is basically our listenership, list illustrators, lettering artists, designers, and we address all the questions that are part of our daily life. This is how we touch on topics like motivation, which I discussed last in, on last week's episode with Mary-Kate Matt-Dewitt. Uh, pricing, which I discussed with the girls of Pander Design Co. Uh, social media, which I discussed various episodes ago with uh, Dodd Lang. But today I wanted to make an episode that centers only on creating great work. Because... I personally believe that as a creative person, this should be at the core. And I don't want to diminish the challenges of running a creative freelance business because I know that these challenges are there. And I know that many of our listeners are currently running a freelance business. But it happens often that the focus is put on finding more followers on social media, or creating that one project that will make you go viral, or finding that agent that will turn you into a successful artist. And I want to tell you that I get it because I know that you must have the feeling that being good is just not good enough. Especially nowadays when there's many other creatives doing great work out there. We all have the feeling that it's getting increasingly difficult to stand out in the crowd. And this is why we shift our focus towards tactics, because we think that this might move the needle even slightly. And it might, but these are all things over which we have no control at all. And therefore they create a lot of anxiety because it's just not in our hands to make, to make this happen. So I believe that focusing on creating great work, on leveling up your game is much more productive. It's a much more productive mindset because 
If you focus on creating better work, you start seeing results, you see progress. And this is when you start gaining confidence as an artist, when you see that you're getting really good at it. And throughout this episode, I'm going to give you a couple of um, principles, a couple of, of actionable steps you can actually follow to create standard work. And I believe that this is really important, creating work that is unique, because this is what eventually will make us gain confidence as artists. And you know what confidence is? Confidence is magnetic. When you create good work and you know it, and you become more confident, people start noticing you. And I know this happened to me with my work, that as I started seeing progress in what I was doing, I became more confident. And I was reaching out to people and potential clients with another attitude. I was, you know, charging other prices, making uh, my rates higher. I was more assertive at managing commercial assignments. I was even showing up to my speaking engagement with a totally different position. So I especially noticed this with my teaching. You know that as a big part of my work as a creative is to help other designers and artists master the craft of hand lettering. And I do that through my books and newsletters, but also through my workshops and courses, right? And on one hand, throughout these courses and also throughout my newsletter, um, on one hand, I share frameworks and systems that I, you know, I know that work and that took me years to polish and develop. But there's also, you know, besides the things that I share, there's also the confidence that I have at passing this to them. I know that they trust me because they can see this confidence in me. And again, this confidence is not a construct or a fake. It's based on the amount of experience I have in my craft and in the fact that I have tried these frameworks and systems myself and I know they work. And, and so when a question comes, I haven't only tried a solution myself, but I have also written blog posts and newsletters and books about it. And I have answered or I have gave answers to that questions in many different formats. And that allows me to give a very efficient answer to that student. Um, and it's an explanation that is based on my experience and also my study of the craft, right? And this, I think, makes a big difference for my students. They trust me because they don't that I don't bullshit them, right? So this trust really has an impact on the way um, people perceive you. And I think that the same way that it works for my students, it works for my clients. Every time that a client approaches me to design a logotype and I know what I'm doing and they can see that I know what I'm doing and I can explain them the way we are gonna develop that logotype or what they should, um, you know, in which direction they should go. Um, they can see that I, you know, through the way I express things and I, let them know how the things are going to go, they can see that confidence in me and they can trust me and they can let me do the work. Um, so I believe that the same happens or will happen with your work when, um, when you gain this confidence. 
the more assertive you can be about the work you create and how you create it, and the more you know the impact that your work has on your client's success and the impact that your work has in the world, the more confident you will show up in any any aspect of your um, discipline. And I know that at this point you might be thinking, okay, yes, I agree with all of this, but how do I do that, right? So how do you produce great work, work that is really memorable, that has an impact? Well, I believe that there's at least four essential aspects to it. Number one is fundamentals. And I'm going to elaborate on all of them as we go down the show. Number one is fundamentals. Number two is systems and frameworks. Number three is personal approach. And number four is standards. So let me start with number one, fundamentals. You need to have a deep knowledge of your craft. You need to dedicate time to learn the fundamentals and learn the rules and the principles. And I know this sounds obvious, but nowadays we are so used to have the quick fix. We are so used to believe that watching that two minute tutorial on YouTube will do. And we eventually forget that learning something and becoming good at it takes time. So if you're studying, take the time to study and to invest some time into that. This will give you a deep understanding of your craft and will give you tools from the start out. So I believe also that in the beginning, it might feel slower, but you will save a lot of time down the road. You will save a lot of time trying to figure things out on your own. And by learning, I don't mean that you need to go to the university. In fact, I have a whole take on the idea of education and how education should be or um, you know what the future of education is and especially with academia and how that whole thing should be reshaped um, and that will probably require a, an entire new podcast I come from academia I spent 10 years or more in academia teaching and learning and I can tell you you don't need to pay tens of thousands of dollars to have an education. Uh, you can find that education in books and online courses and a lot of different places. But what you do need is a space and time. You need to invest time. So space and time are really important for your success and for your success at learning something but also choosing someone or a few people to learn from is also i think very important uh, finding mentors and a community that will help you get there and support you along the way is also a very important part of learning right then we can move on to so that's about learning so then the point number one is learn the fundamentals right the point number two is creating systems and frameworks we as creatives and you might relate to this um, we grew into the idea that our creative process needs to be surprising and crazy every time 
right? At least I used to think this um, when I when I started. And so every assignment, every new assignment, every new project uh, that is in our hands seems like a huge question mark for us. Where do I start? When am I going to be ready? When is it going to be finished, right? So is it going to be a successful outcome, right? We have no idea when we start a project whether we are going to actually succeed um, in doing that or not. Even for those that are embracing a project a process already uh, of their own, we constantly neglect it and we oversee it and we have not no consistency to stick to it. Um, and a system will give you a structure because creativity is a flowing energy. And in order for creativity to have a result or to create something, it needs a structure. And when the structure is there, when you know where you start and how the things go in between and where you're heading, I always say that the magic happens in between. And I'm so strongly sure about this because I have confirmed it to, through my um, own craft. Uh, when I started having this structure or when I was, you know, when I created these steps to create my work and I was able to communicate it to my clients and to my colleagues, I was also, it also helped me build some confidence around what I was doing. It was not about like a magical event that will lead into um, a lettering piece. But I knew what I was doing. I knew that I had a process and this process will lead me to a good result. And I have confirmed that through my students. When I teach, as I said before, I teach designers and illustrators to master the art of hand lettering. And when I teach, I essentially share frameworks and the results are really immediate. Um, so what I do is, here's the framework, use it yourself, apply the framework, and you will see how it works, right? So in fact, my book, The Golden Secrets of Lettering, um, which is right behind me, I'm gonna hold it up to the camera for those that are watching on YouTube. So in my book, The Golden Secrets of Lettering, I essentially describe my process. And I believe that this has been a game changer for many other creatives because it provides them, well, of course, it provides them not only with the fundamentals, but also within a structure that they can use and that they didn't have before. And I know that for sure, because I get that kind of feedback from reader, readers. It's like, this book was a game changer for me. It really, it really provided me with a structure. And before that, I didn't know what I was doing. It was just, you know, all over the place, right? So to come up with a system for your work, you can start by identifying patterns, techniques, could be anything, could be, you know, workflows that you use often or techniques that you use often and are more effective for you. And once you identify them, you can start laying down a process that you will follow every time you go and start a project, right? Um, of course, you will adjust as you go and you will find better ways of doing certain things. And 
like let's say that your process is not written on stone right so it will evolve with time and it's fine that it will evolve with time but through that or through having that process and sticking to it your work will become much more effective and predictable and that will make you gain confidence because you are in charge or of your process so we touch on number one learning the fundamentals we touch on number two having a system and frameworks let's move on to number three your personal approach and this is so important because i always say that no one can do it like you do it everything in you and your story, everything you have experienced has an impact on your work. And the more you use it, the more you use that unique perspective of yours and your unique filter of reality, the more unique your work will become. But what happens often instead is that most of the time we are looking at what others are doing and we constantly compare ourselves with them. So. I feel that we are sometimes more focused on seeing what others do and wondering how they do it, that we forget to pay attention to our own game and identifying, you know, identifying that and kind of shifting your focus towards those edges that are really unique in your work um, is really important for your success. And so your story, your interests, your skills. All of this makes your unique approach. So in a previous epi episode of the podcast, I was talking to um, my guest, Mary Kit McDuitt, and she was highlighting the importance of finding inspiration within yourself. We were discussing, you know, where to find inspiration. And she she said something that I thought was so important, which is, you know, oftentimes we look for inspiration outside on other resources, but oftentimes we should be looking at our own library of inspiration because you have a library of inspiration right here in your head. And that is create, created through the things you look at, how you filter reality and where do you find beauty? Where are the things that you find ugly or the things that you find pleasing? All of this is really unique to you. And I find that concept really empowering because that means that there's actual inspiration within you. You don't need to go look for it somewhere else, especially not on your Pinterest or your Instagram feed, right? So we touched on a few principles to create a standard work. The number one was um, learning the fundamentals. The number two was um, systems and frameworks. The number two is your personal approach. And the number four is how to establish standards. So the number four would be to establish standards for your work. And standards, of course, involve, you know, creative standards, so technical standards, but it also involves, 
your values and your ethics. For instance, working for certain, certain people is part of your standards. In my case, as a learning artist, using my art to support messages I agree with is part of my standards. I have other technical standards that have to do with attention to detail or achieving a level of consistency on my letter forms. So your standards are without a doubt a factor that sets you apart from the rest. The people you work with, the people you don't work with, the causes you support and the causes you don't support, right? And so often creatives neglect this because they feel that is going to narrow down their market, which already feels really narrow. Uh, but instead, this is what really differentiates, or I believe that, you know, setting your standards and kind of understanding who you want to work with, which are the causes you want to support with your work, um, is really what differentiates you and your work. And clients and collaborators will resonate first with you and your causes, uh, with your values and your standards. And this will also, you know, they will come to you because of that. But it will also connect you with the people you enjoy working with. So I believe that this is a win-win situation where, you know, by sharing your standards and your values, you get the correct feedback coming back your way. Um, and because I know that this is important. I actually created a training for my own tribe because I know that many of, you know, many of us creatives kind of neglect, neglect this part of our business, right? And we, we try to keep things open so that we can reach a, a bigger market. But sometimes really defining your values and your standards can connect you with the right people, right? And I, because I know that this is so important, I created a training for my tribe, the, which is, as you know, the tribe of lettering artists and illustrators. And I created this training that is called 10 Commandments of Lettering. Uh, so in this training, I share these 10 commandments to live by as a lettering artist. And I believe it's kind of a fun and educational training. So it's a fun approach of like the 10 commandments, like the 10 commandments of the Bible. But, um, you know, but when it comes to lettering, so I think in a way is fun because of that, uh, like, Kirky approach, but it is also kind of educational in terms of like really sharing certain principles that are really important when you do lettering. So if you're into lettering or you're a letter lover, I encourage you to join it. You can go to martinaflor.com slash commandments of lettering. It's totally for free and I hope you will enjoy it. I will include it to the, um, this link to the show notes. Um, and of course on our YouTube video. So as a wrap up, we went through the four principles to create a standard work. Um, the number one was to learn the fundamentals. The number two was to create systems and frameworks. The number three was to have a personal approach. And the number four is to set standards for your work. I believe that following this principles is really a good starting point to start creating work that stands out. And as I said in the beginning, I think this is so important because 
when you focus on the kind of work you do and you start seeing progress, this really has an impact on your confidence as an artist and having confidence as an artist has an impact on a lot of different aspects of your life and your business. So I hope this will be useful for you and that you can apply this to your own work. So I'm going to move now on to our Better Now segment um, where we share something we are happy about and something that has impacted our lives lately. So normally in this section when I have guests, they will share something that makes them happy or a recent project that they have done and they are happy about because yeah we are here as well to celebrate those things and because today's a solo show i'm the only one here so i the only one that is going to share something today and i want to share that i'm really excited because my team and i are preparing for the launch of the lettering seminar which is my signature course to train new hand lettering masters and i will be opening registrations during black friday so by the end of november and and you know, because this will be happening on Black Friday, um, we will, of course, you know, navigate the wave of Black Friday and we will be offering a bunch of perks together with the registration. Uh, and that will be only happening at this time of the year. So if you're interested in joining this, um, this training, the lettering seminar, this is a great time to join. And I would suggest you to jump on the waiting list on theletteringseminar.com. If you sign up there, you will get priority access to the course when the course opens um, because there's a limited number of seats. So if you want to get in, definitely sign up for the waiting list. Um, you should know that this is not an online course where you sign up and, you know, good luck. Uh, in this training, I really work with you side by side. We have studio hours and other live events where we keep you accountable and um, you get to interact with our community and we give you feedback and we really help you. And I say we because it's my team and I um, and also the community that we have the student community which is really unique um, so you can sign up again for the waiting list on theletteringseminar.com I will add this to the show notes so that you don't miss out so this is it this is the end of our show um, thank you so much for listening today and I hope that some of the thoughts that I share with you uh, will impact the way in which you approach your work and Help you build your self-confidence as an artist, which I think is really essential to succeed in what you do. So you can find me, the host of this show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes and find show notes. You can also send us voice memos with your comments and questions about any of the episodes and we will play them in future shows you can also watch these episodes on youtube just go to martinaflor.com slash youtube to find them you can of course listen to all our episodes on your favorite pla uh, podcast platform if you love this episode subscribe to this podcast and thank you all for listening and see you on the next episode of letter now bye bye